coffee is brewed, phone lines are open, and the morning team is ready to roll. From the Robinson Auto Group Studios, this is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. Well, it's a good day for singing the song, and it's a good day for moving along. Yes, it's a good day. How could anything go wrong? A good day from morning to night. Well, good morning, gang, and welcome to the show. The big gig is underway at 710, 10 minutes after the hour. Our swing and soiree, twixt now and 10 o'clock. You are welcome to be part of the program, 304-214-1600. Text line, 304-232-8255, the Frio Stack auction service phone line. Feel free to use them anywhere along the way the mood strikes you. You are part of the show but at the controls, Bob Slider, pushing the buttons and making sure that, well, especially making sure I can be heard. I think sometimes he just makes sure I'm not heard. I don't know. Sometimes he picks, picks and says, maybe it's best if I just cut him off right now. Well, that's by accident, Howard. I never do that intentionally. <laughs> what, what I'm tr- the button I'm trying to push is where's the thermostat? And I know people are going, oh, my goodness. Here they, Here go, they go again. Well, if you feel, feel that way, come hey, on down. Listen, Bob, it's 33 degrees at the Wheeling, Ohio County Airport, 30 at the Highlands, 20 in Elm Grove, and 31 degrees here at the Robinson Auto Group Studios downtown Wheeling in the heart of the Ohio Valley. That's not that bad, right? No, I'll go outside and I'll warm up, Howard. It's 31 outside. I don't know what it is in here. Is it punishment? Is that what? What it is is it like does somebody not like us is that what it is is it lack of communication or uh are they just turning the old thermostat down and forgetting to turn it back up well let me communicate as well as i can it's cold in here i think the simplest thing is we are going to have to start bringing parkas you know not not the parkas we wear to wear in here but like hang them on the corners here in case you know so we can put parkas and gloves and can you run those controls in, glo- in, in gloves? I'm going to find out. I'm going I'm <laughs> to may- maybe uh, cut the fingertips out of them or something. <laughs> uh, it's going to be a nice day, though. Sunny going to get close to 50 today, so I like the sound of that. Rain tomorrow uh, in the high 40s, and Saturday some rain uh, in the morning. I'm looking at Saturday as maybe the get the uh, Christmas decorations up. Uh, Nancy, by the time I got home yesterday, had the, the lights up around the house, but we still don't have the outdoor decorations we don't have santa don't have the nativity don't have frosty all that kind of stuff so uh, saturday could be the day with a little bit of early morning rain but we could be pushing close to 60 come saturday so we're in that time of year hey i got by the way if you're out and about you probably have some time uh before the skies clear before the skies the sun comes up Beautiful, clear night last night. Did you notice that? Do you ever look up above when you're coming in? Howard, I go to bed before night. Okay. <laughs> it was a beautiful I mean, if you're a sky watcher, I don't know what they are out there. My son could tell me, I guess. I mean, the moon was bright. Stars were out there. Jupiter, I think, was in full visibility. Seriously, you looked up and said, hey, there's Jupiter right there. I did. I did. Right. <laughs> That's, <it. laughs> That's about as far as I could go. But, uh, yeah, the, the moon, I saw the moon, I saw Jupiter, uh, and some constellations. I don't know the constellations. I used to I used to be able to tell the constellations. I couldn't do that. So now you got me really thinking, because when I went out this morning, even though it was a lot warmer than it was uh, yesterday and the day before that, my Jeep was completely covered with frost. Yes, absolutely. So does the clear skies mean what? Does that mean? I, I just thought, well, well that, that means there's moisture in the air last you know, clear skies can, clear, A good clear sky can be is a good good time for there to be frost on the ground and frost out there, yeah. Covered. Yeah. So, but my, I thought, I'm glad you said it. My car the same way. Not not frost on the windshield, didn't have to uh, scrape the windshield or anything, 
but the car itself everything yes was frosted over um but it wasn't as cold so i'm thinking man i'm yeah, stumped yeah yep yeah, i well, you know what? There's Jupiter, I said. Did you say, I, 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 I'm not a weatherman. That's uh, that's one of my mottos I use. I'm not a weatherman. And that's why we talk to Adam Fike every day here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Now, I have a serious question for you, and I mean this, a serious question. Is hunting season still underway? Well, I believe Saturday would be the last day of gun season. Now, there's, sometimes they extend it, then they have a, maybe a couple days of doe season, then they have what they call the, the muzzleloader season. Uh, but no, the answer is no. The reason I ask is when I got outside, after I looked at Jupiter, I swear I heard a rifle shot from the hillside. Well, I mean, that's never good because it was dark, right? Right. Well, so are, are they, you know, shooting co- raccoons out of a tree? Uh, I mean, that's, that's about the only thing that, that would I mean, the be The first legal. thing that went through my mind was it's just, it's a it's a hunter out there trying to. No, would that surprise me if someone, you know, you saw know, a nice woods, buck? Yeah, those, like those woods behind my house up yeah, on Yeah, but it would be hard to see unless they had a spotlight. But yeah, yeah okay, that's, a, you didn't hear sirens after that or anything else, right? No, I didn't hear anybody, ah, no screaming. Somebody squalling? Like no, okay. So it could have been somebody. It might have just been somebody shooting a You're squirrel. pretty sure it was a gunshot? I don't know what else it could be. I mean, I'm not – I don't pretend to be an expert in this field, but it certainly sounded to me like a, a rifle shot. Um, could be wrong. Just I just That's why I thought I'd ask you if it possibly could be you know some hunter just scurrying, scurrying around trying to get a final deer or something. Well, if it was, he was illegal, so. Okay, well – not going to say that that would keep people from terrorists. No, especially <laughs> if it's a big buck there. If you thought you'd get away with it, I wouldn't maybe recommend that in Home Grove. <laughs> All right. Listen, we got a couple of leftover texts from yesterday, not only for us, but for the mayor. I guess they didn't didn't check. The mayor didn't check his text either. So I want to catch up on a couple of these texts from yesterday. Frio Stack Auction Service text line at 304 214 1600 a couple of these may have been for us this was um this is a suggestion for our christmas bumper music bob okay i'll write this down i got a pen the night santa went crazy <laughs> I, I never heard of that did you ever hear that i have not heard that one we got to find out that one I'm, I'm intrigued by that one i've never heard of that how about the rest of you the night santa went crazy can you play that all right we'll, we'll we will seek it out if we can we can a, someone wants to start criticizing us first thing in the morning. Your station keeps going off the air. I don't believe it to be true. Once upon a time, I don't think it is right now. So. Well, it could have been maybe VLY. I had someone else call yesterday, but then they said they might have been streaming, so I'm, I'm not sure, Howard. Okay, okay. Well, I'm not aware. We'll get of on it. it. We'll, we'll get on it, but I'm not aware of any problem. Uh, from our friends at the Smart Center. Um, Bob and Libby. Bob and Libby. Hi, just received a call saying someone had heard the Smart Center market is open at our new location. We are not open at the new location. So I didn't, it wasn't from us. We didn't say that. No, the old location is a candy store, isn't it? Oh, yeah, Grandpa Joe's. I love that place. <laughs> I love the Smart Center. Don't get me wrong, but I love that. And Small Business Saturday, remember I told you down there on Small Business Saturday, mm-hmm. every place was bustling. It was a waiting line to get into Grandpa Joe's. I mean, it was it, the, the store was packed, and they were backed out the door onto the onto the street. So, but anyways, uh, from uh, Robert or Libby, uh, just got a call saying they had heard that Smart Center Market is open at the new location. We are not yet open. I bet there was someone else checking out Jupiter uh, on that clear night last night. <laughs> it could be. And this was for Mayor Elliott yesterday during the. Um, 
the mayor's show yesterday. Mayor Elliott, can the one-way Bridge Street, a.k.a. Stones Alley, be temporarily, temporarily reversed to be one-way heading east from Main Street to Market Street? I wonder that. Well, I produced that show yesterday. Lola was a little bit late. She had things to take care of. And the mayor was in rare form. He was really happy, Howard, because they're going to make some of market two ways. My wife told me that. So he was really excited because, you know, he he was kidding around. But but he's getting his wish uh, for the two ways there on market. But it's temporary in just certain spots, I I believe, because it's it's going to help to get from here to there. Well, I, I, you know, listen, I'm opposed to the two-way streets. But if it helps traffic flow during this period of time, I'm okay with that. And I had had several people suggest the same thing that this that Michael does for uh, for the mayor, Stones Alley. Now you go from Market one way up to Maine. Well, since really nobody's on Market while it's closed, why don't do it the other way around? So if you come, you could come down that go turn down down the alley at Maine. And then come down. He talked about that yesterday. Okay. So are they doing that? Did I'm he? not sure. Oh, okay. <laughs> we talked about it. <laughs> okay. Because it would make some sense. I, I mentioned yesterday, for example, um, what about the people who live at the Stone Center and the Stone's Lofts? They park in the Market Plaza. How do they get to their own parking places? That would be one. If they could come down that alley and park there, that would be an option. Or there is a uh, WVU Medicine urgent care type center there. Uh, so it would make sense. I Now, I saw yesterday... Some people going down that alley. I don't know if they were allowed to, but people were going down that alley. So, with I'm looking. Uh, no, don't worry, people. I'm looking into the big traffic, complaining again. I I've done my ranting for a couple of days. I'm not saying I won't get back to it, but I I've done my ranting, uh, my complaining for a couple of days. Anyways, those were some leftover um, text from yesterday. I figured I might as well get it right now. Uh, this is a new one. Clear sky means colder temperatures. Yeah, I think that's true. Okay, but I've got a pretty good memory. I know what it was yesterday morning. It was about 20, and it was about 10 degrees uh, warmer this morning. So that, what the hell you that think, didn't what make the hell, sense What the hell you think you are, weatherman? I'm trying, Howard. <laughs> <laughs> I do the sports. I'm going to do – well, I don't want to step on Adam, but, you know, I'll fill in maybe. What you need to do, just – just, just, just when, you need, when we need a weatherman, we call – Slider on snow. You're a slider, you slider, slider on snow. Uh, okay, those are the texts that had come in uh, yesterday and were left over, and I want to make sure I got to them because it is important to me that you all have your say at 304-214-1600, 304-214-1600. Now, what are we doing today? Well, retired West Banco Arena manager Jenny Magruder officially opened his campaign for mayor last night. He had kind of unofficially done it a few months ago. He was here in studio. We talked with him when he said, when he had sort of kind of said, I'm running for mayor. But last night he had a big podium and a bunch of people there, and he made the big announcement last night. He is uh, officially running for mayor. Um, he called me last week, and he and I talked. I think, I think he was a little concerned that I thought, and it's a legitimate concern because I think we talked about the air, that I thought he hadn't, where's he been? You know, since he made his announcement, he'd been pretty quiet. Why, why no action? So he had an official announcement last night, and he is with us today. Denny Magruder in studio about an hour from now. Uh, we will talk about his campaign for mayor and uh, what it is that he wants to do and what, if any, kind of changes he wants to make. And give you a little alert, Denny. I'm going to push you a little bit more than last time. I, 
I, I'm reading into some things you say, and I think I need to ask you if I'm reading them correctly. So, Denny Magruder running for mayor. He's with us in the next hour of the show. Wheeling native, NBC sportscaster, profootballtalk.com host Mike Florio back with us. He'll be previewing a new Christmas novel. In his own words, the Christmas novel. I've got it here. What's he call it? The name of the book is uh, On Our Way Home. It's a hefty novel. Um, it's a Christmas novel. Uh, Mike says it is set, quote, at the intersection of a Christmas carol and a wonderful life. If you're going to write a new Christmas novel, sure. Take, take, take some of the most classic things around and try and, and try and compete with them. But anyways, Mike in to talk about that. And although I have promised him we're not talking football, I thought maybe we'd talk a little. I thought I would give at least Slider a chance to ask him what he thinks about uh, the Steelers this season. So that's coming up later on. And uh, coming up, uh, former Secretary of State Henry Kissinger, dead at the age of 100. Rosalind Carter's memorial service is underway. House Speaker Mike Johnson says he's dead. No, maybe they shouldn't kick George Santos out after all. Maybe they should keep him in there. We'll talk about all those things on the national scene. And coming up next, good news. Good news for me. I apparently have an extra year to live. I apparently am going to be around longer. You know, I said good news for me. Not all, not all of you are going to be happy about that. I will share that with you coming up next here on the Watchdog Morning Show. It is 722. Why? Just think about it. Why is the number one selling brand of chainsaws not sold at Lowe's or the Home Depot? We can give you over 10,000 reasons. That's how many authorized local steel dealers you can find across the country. Visit one and you'll find a range of dependable gas and battery powered tools from trimmers to blowers. And you'll find service from experienced professionals. Real steel. Find yours at steelusa.com. Lowe's and Home Depot are trademarks of their respective companies. If you or a loved one have been seriously injured by someone else's negligence before you choose an attorney, remember the right attorney can make a difference. Ask your friends, your family, your neighbors about Gold Quarry and Torak, the law firm with a track record of handling tough cases. Combining over 100 years of legal experience, Gold Quarry and Torak offers their expert service in the tri-state area of Ohio, West Virginia, and Pennsylvania. Wondering if you can afford an attorney? The answer is yes, because Gold Quarry and Torak are only paid after they win your case. So these are a few of the reasons why thousands of people in our Ohio Valley put their trust in the hands of Gold, Corey, and Torek. Now you head on over to gkt.com, schedule a free consultation, or contact someone 24 hours a day using their live chat agent. The right attorney can make a difference. Gold, Corey, and Torek. Last year, they took on the NFL and beat the spread. This season, they plan on doing it again. If you want to cash in, tune in every Saturday morning from 8 to 9 for Good Old Boys on Sports with Bear and Bob here on the Watchdog Radio Network and the All Sports Saturday Morning. Good Old Boys is all we'll ever be. Spend your summer mornings with us. News, information, conversation, controversy, and fun. The Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. Brought to you by WVU Medicine. Well, Santa looked a lot like Daddy. Her Daddy looked a lot like him. It's not the way I had him pictured. Santa wasn't my 
about that. I bet there are a lot of country music Santa songs, aren't there? That's Brad Paisley. Yeah, the Ohio Valley's own Brad Paisley. Glendale's own. Capitol Theater's very own Brad Paisley. I told Darnie they had to sort of get rid of Glendale and just name the town Paisley. What Paisley the hell's up with Glendale? What's I mean, that's kind of boring. Just Paisley. Paisleyville. Bradtown. 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 It's always amazing to me. I step back and I think there were a couple of times in a couple of fundraising events where I, not the Jamboree, don't get me wrong, where I emceed events from the Capitol stage and this little, I won't say punk, not a punk, but this this this, this little kid, you know, came play his guitar. Now he's the biggest thing in country music. He is. And what's really great is, I mean, you, people that have talent recognize talent a lot quicker than the, the normal people. Yeah, sure. And I love reading stories about the headliners that would come through Wheeling. And they knew this kid was going to be something. They, yeah. they just knew that he was special. The way that he performed, the way he played a guitar. And you're right, Howard, just 10, 10 miles down the road. That, that's, that's awesome. It really is awesome. I never knew a time. Now, again, my memory isn't always that great. I never knew a time when Brad Paisley, the young Brad Paisley, the six-year-old, seven-year-old Brad Paisley was strumming his guitar at the Capitol. I never knew a time when the general public wasn't saying or the people at the Jamboree weren't saying, this kid's going places. I mean, we all know that there are all around the Ohio Valley to this very day, there are young kids, you know, playing music, getting attention. But I don't ever remember anybody getting the kind of attention Brad Paisley did. It, it, and it's really started early, Howard. I remember reading about him. His granddad uh, knew of a guitar player that he considered one of the best or not the best in Moundsville, and he hooked him up with, with, with Brad, his grandson. And then that guy came to Brad's grandfather not long after that. Really? I can't teach him anymore. The kid's better than me. <laughs> and, than and he do. meant it. He said he's, he's just a, a natural. Did he ever play, he being Brad Paisley, did he ever play with Doc and Chickie Williams? I don't know. Somebody out there's got to know. The, I'm the just curious. probably had to cross. They were the, the country stars back in the day of the Jamboree. Uh, it would have been when Brad was very young. Brad Paisley was, I call him Brad because, you know, I just, I call him Brad. Uh, when Brad Paisley was very young, they would have been still the, the big stars. Did they ever perform together? Somebody's got to know that. 304-214-1600. 304-214-1600. Or Brad, if you happen to be around hanging out for the holidays, you know, feel free to give us a call. (laughs) We'd be happy to to hear from you. 727. You mentioned Donnie in that uh, segment there. Donnie Gilbert is back today. He is back. The Donnie Gilbert Show with Donnie Gilbert uh, from 12 to 3 here on the Watchdog Network. Let's see. He's got uh, Ken Pye Criswell is up. He'll be talking about the benefit to... Uh, for Ronnie Clutter coming up this Saturday at the Marshall County Fairgrounds. Also talking about the Frank Gilbert Brad Paisley guitar raffle. Hmm. Some Kathy House updates. Super 6 conversation coming up on the program today. Kevin Snyder played in the 1996 game when JM defeated Capitol. Uh, he'll be there. Uh, 1.30, Eric McGee, who played for Wheeling Central in 1990, uh, will be in with, with uh, Donnie. He was the Kennedy Award winner. And, um, of course, the uh, top five coming up. I thought I might hang out a while. You know, I want to check him out, uh, maybe rag on him a little bit if there's any lingering uh, effects from uh, his stroke, you know. Thought I might pull his chain a little bit, Howard. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm glad to see Donnie back. He's been gone what, about a month. He's been, he's been gone a while. He's been gone a while. A couple months, but, yeah. Uh, been a tough time for the whole Gilbert family. You know, his brother Frank fell and had uh, – 
I'm not sure what broke his neck or had a, a ter- serious serious injury of some kind. Um, he's in rehab. I think he's back home. I think his brother Frank, I believe, is back home. Uh, and Donnie is back here on the radio this afternoon, noon to three, the Donnie Gilbert Radio Show, right here on the Watchdog Radio Network. Let's see, 304-214-1600, 304-214-1600, the text line, the Frio Stack Auction Service text line. Hank Goddard was his teacher. I assume by his they mean Brad Paisley. Hank Goddard was Brad Paisley's teacher. Okay, I appreciate that. You guys know a lot more about Brad Paisley than I do. I again, I read the book. It wasn't like I, you know, I know him very well. A couple but, books out there. But there are people out there who grew up with him. Uh, Would, just about everybody in Glendale you sure. know, knows him. So Hank Goddard was his teacher. Uh, okay, thank you for that. Again, anybody who wants to text us, you can. 304-214-16. Was that from Brad? It was not from Brad. Ah. No, it's we'll his track. teacher, not my teacher. Listen, good news. Good, good news. I'm very excited. I saw this yesterday. I could hardly wait to make sure I was correct and check out the details. You will remember, in fact, it was one of our highlights of the week a couple of weeks ago. You will remember that we talked about the life expectancy for men. Yeah, yours was what? uh, Right around the corner. 73. Well, I'm 70 and a half. So 73 is like tick-tock on the clock. Um, now it doesn't mean you're gonna at the you know on the July 31st when I turn 73 it doesn't mean that's it, but that's the average life expectancy. Good news is new report came out yesterday. UF life expectancy is now higher in 2022. Life expectancy rose by more than a year in 2022. First time life expectancy average life expectancy went up since the pandemic. According to the data from the uh, CDC, life expectancy ticked up across every racial and ethnic group. Now, the bad news is it's still lower than it was before the pandemic, but it has the highest since the pandemic. And for me, for me, the good news is life expectancy for men increased by 1.3 years. I got another one and a third year to go. I got an extra year of life. That has to make you really happy, Howard. 74.8. They could just squeeze in a couple of months out of that. Like, maybe I could hit seventy-five. Maybe it'll go up, Howard. Maybe, maybe. maybe. So the uh, new uh, the new numbers are out. Life expectancy is up, highest since the pandemic. Not as high as before the pandemic, but highest since the pandemic. Men expected to live seventy-four point eight years. That is one point three years higher than just a couple of weeks ago when I thought I was out at seventy-three. Now I've got seventy-four point eight. For women, I don't know why they get to live longer. Do we take better care of them? Is that what it is? You would think just childbirth alone would take its toll on the right. body. You right. Know? I would think we, we don't have to deal know, with that. Men are supposed to be, we're the, we're the, we got the stamina, we're strong. we got the strength, we're strong, yes. we should be the, no. Uh, men, average lifespan, 74.8 years. Women, 80.2 years. They got five years beyond us. Nancy, go ahead and plan. you got five years to plan for, sweetie, when I'm gone. 74.8, I'll be done. You got to 80.2. Jeez. That is an increase of almost a year for women from the year before. So it was good news. It was only a week or so ago, maybe two or three weeks ago, that we had uh, talked about life expectancy, and mine was 73, and I thought, man, i got to start. If i got things I need to do. If i got that bucket list stuff, 
I better start putting things in my bucket because my bucket's getting short. But now I've got an extra year and a half on my bucket, so I feel good. So you can ease up a little bit. I can ease up a little bit. You know what? I can eat more lobster and drink more Pepsi. Have another Pepsi, (laughs) Howard. I'm going to have another Pepsi. Uh, 733, 27 to the hour. One more thing. Um, it's, It's hard to switch to a serious subject here, but it's about death. Frankie Carolla passed away, I guess on Thanksgiving Day. I just saw this yesterday. He was a lot of things here in the Ohio Valley, um, and he owned a lot of businesses. But people probably remember him most for owning the Perkins restaurants here in the Upper Ohio Valley. Um, he was—he just had a lot of fun. I knew Frank; we got along pretty well. I, I knew him a little bit business-wise, and what I always remember him—he didn't always say yes, but when he did say no, he did it in a way where you know, especially a guy like me that just hates rejection. You know, you didn't didn't walk away with your tail between your legs saying, "Man, I hated that." Uh, you know, he would let you down easy and say, "Ah, this isn't a good time" or something like that. And I, and I always remembered that about him, Howard. He was a very nice guy. Um, from our business point of view, usually if I would personally go to him and say, hey, you want to buy? He'd go, uh, I'm going to buy for you because we, we, we had a relationship. And he's, all right, not buying radio today, but all right, I'll, I'll, buy, your, I'll buy for you. Um, but passed away at the age of, uh, what, how old was he? 65. Wow. That's young. Far too young. Wow. Way, way too young. Uh, Frankie Carolla. But uh, just a nice guy. If you read the piece in the paper today, there's a lengthy uh, story about him. And most of what's being remembered is the contribution he made to the Wheeling Christmas Parade. When the parade was on life support, when the Chamber of Commerce was going, uh, I don't know if we can do it again, Frank stepped up and made Perkins Bakery the, the um, uh, title sponsor of the parade and did that for quite a few years until he sold the business. Um, and in the paper this morning you hear from Erica Storch, and Terry Sterling, uh, Jim Squibb, Bill Bryson, all the people directly involved in the parade over those years, all of whom said if Frank hadn't stepped up and and put up the money to support the parade, probably it would have faded away. Um, and what I remember about Frank, he just had fun. He enjoyed life. And one of the several pieces, several of the comments made in this article today is about he certainly he, he was a businessman. Don't want to argue that. He was a businessman, wanted to sell pancakes, right? But he did it because it was fun, and it allowed him to do things. And he helped a lot of people, and he gave a lot of people uh, financial support and so on. And um, I just want to take a minute to to, uh, uh, to commemorate Frank Carolla, uh, a, a, a gentleman, a fun guy. A lot of the fun stuff he and I did, I will not be told on the radio. I can tell you that right now, but uh, he was just a just a great guy. And you know how I got to know him in that uh, club that uh, we still hear a lot about. I'm not an active member, but he was one of these saints and sinners. Um, and that's where we had a lot of our fun together when we were perhaps sinning more than we were sainting more in that, <laughs> in that club. But anyways, uh, condolences to family, friends, and uh, loved ones of Frank Carolla, and uh, prayers for the quick passage of his spirit into wherever it is he believes his spirit has gone. Frank Carolla passed away at the age of 65. And um, there are around here, I don't want to say there are not, but I will say there are fewer and fewer business people, I think, Bob, who step up to the plate with big money just because it's the right thing to do for the community. And he was one of those guys. Why Why did he do it? I'm sure, I'm positive, 
There was no marketing decision made. There was no big back room where they said, well, you know, if we sponsor this parade, it'll bring us a 42% increase in business. There was none of that. They just did it because it was the right thing to do for the community. So uh, I want to take a moment or two to talk about, uh, talk about Frank. Sadly, he did not make the full life expectancy. No, I mean, he's just not even Social Security age, really. Yeah, 65. That's, I mean, I know this is old person's talk now, but. I don't think that's old, not at all. 65 is is, is way too young. I'm, I'm 61, Howard. Okay, well, there Holy you go. <laughs> I'm looking at 65 in the rearview mirror, and I'm thinking, man, that is. You, you know, wish you were 65. I, I, listen, I do, I do. All right, 737-23 till the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Looks like the weather is getting better. We'll talk with Adam Fike about that in a minute or two. Next hour, Denny Magruder is here with us. He uh, would like to be mayor of the city of Wheeling uh, in the next election. We're going to talk to him about that. And Mike Florio, NBC sportscaster, uh, profootballtalk.com host, and author of a new Christmas book. He's all coming up. You can join us on the phone lines if you'd like to. But right now, we have Taylor Long with Ohio Valley Headlines. Good Thursday morning, everyone. I'm Taylor Long with your 7 News headlines on this November the 30th. Ben Woods Fire Chief Garson Taylor, who held first responders at bay with a weapon in April, was sentenced to 270 days in prison. He was convicted in October for brandishing a weapon, fleeing from police, and obstructing an officer. Taylor was taken into custody after being shot with a bean bag round and tased. Despite this incident being a blip on his otherwise clean record, the defense's argument did not sway the judge. Taylor, now in counseling, spoke in court expressing remorse and quoting the Bible. And in Wheeling, police are still searching for a suspect who allegedly committed an armed robbery at Lily's on River Road in North Wheeling. The man, described as an older white male with blonde hair, wearing an orange jacket and gray pants, reportedly entered the store with a knife and robbed the clerk around 11.45 a.m. The injured employee was taken to Wheeling Hospital. Anyone with information is urged to contact Wheeling Police at 304-234-3664. And two rest areas on I-70 in Ohio, located in Belmont County and Muskegon County, will be closed for demolition. The Ohio Department of Transportation has announced plans for construction at these sites. Both rest areas will close today. ODOT says these facilities will be demolished and replaced with new facilities. You will not be able to use the parking lot in the rest areas. An opening date for the new facilities have not been released at this time. Tis the season for many things merry, and a holiday classic is back. The Festival of Trees returned this year once again to the Stifle Fine Arts Center. Attendees got to relish in a celebration of creativity and holiday decor from 5 to 7 Wednesday night for the Wheeling Area Chamber of Commerce's Business After Hours. Mike Howard, Vice President of Membership, Events and Education at the Chamber, says it's one of his favorite events and even helped bring it back after rejoining the Chamber. In addition to all the unique trees, guests also had the opportunity to enjoy some great food and holiday music. That was a look at your headlines. Have a terrific Thursday. I'm Taylor Long, working for you. If you're gonna make a run and you plan on having fun, the one place you should know, Gumby's Grab and Go. I am from originally India. 
I am director of the Structural Heart Program as well as Cardiac Cath Lab at Wheeling Hospital. Our main clinic is obviously here at Wheeling Hospital WU Medicine. We also have satellite clinics, we call it, the Upper the Highlands. Then we have clinic at the Wheeling Clinic, which is in downtown Wheeling, and Martins Ferry. And then we also have clinic at St. as well. So we try to go where the patients are or to make it most convenient for them. Coming up on Metro News Hotline. On the Thursday edition of the show, we'll continue counting down to the West Virginia High School Football Championships in Wheeling this weekend. Jermaine Lucier will join us in the 3 o'clock hour. Kathy Matea drops by at 4, and Kevin Kinder has your Mountaineer fix at 533. Plus your calls, texts, tweets, in or out, and our question of the day. Metro News Hotline with Dave Weekly. Weekday afternoons from 3 to 6 at WVMetroNews.com and on this Metro News station. Great conversation continues now on the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. Howard Monroe, brought to you by WVU Medicine. A good old country Christmas, that's what it's gonna be. With all the family gathered around our pretty Christmas tree. We'll open up our presents Christmas Eve about midnight. We'll have a good old country Christmas, all right. Good old country Christmas. How's a country Christmas di di different than a city Christmas? What's the difference, Bob? Well, you eat nuts and fruit and, you no. know, that type of thing. No. <laughs> it's, no. a, it's a hard candy Christmas. Yeah, well, it's a hard candy Christmas. No, no, I'm not eating nuts and fruit. No, leaving that behind. 18 to the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. It is a... Uh, Right around freezing morning this morning. Adam Fike is here with us to talk about what we've got and what we're going to have weather-wise. Good morning, Adam. Did I miss him? I don't think so. No, I there he is. <laughs> there he is. Okay. I, I thought, well, how are you, Howard? <laughs> <laughs> we're cold in here. We're, listen, um, if you could bring some firewood up, I think we're, we're talking about maybe starting a, a fire in here just to keep ourselves uh, warm because it is cold <laughs> inside this building. You probably don't have that problem at your place because you guys have all those hot lights, right? It's actually fairly comfortable in here. It depends on who's in here. Sometimes it's a little bit cooler. Sometimes it's a little bit warmer. Yeah. Honestly, not too bad, though. I can't complain, but... I can't bring you any firewood, but I have a lot of paper you could use. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Listen, we have a question, Bob and I do. This morning, as I uh, got into my car, I noticed what a beautiful clear sky it was this morning. Uh, I could see the moon. I could see Jupiter. I could see various constellations. And beautiful clear sky. And yet, as Bob pointed out, there was frost on my car. Not on the windshield, but on the car itself. How do I have a clear sky in the morning, but, but it, I have so much frost outside? What's the meteorological explanation for that? Well, the frost is because you have clear skies. When your temperatures and dew points are close together on clear nights, there's nothing really – what's the best way to explain? I just know the conditions. You're more likely to see frost and fog on nights that it's clear and your temperatures and dew points are close together. Okay. So since we saw all three of those conditions, nothing – winds were under 10 miles an hour, so there's no mixing. Temperatures and dew points are right together. That's why you get frost. And we didn't really have any precipitation. It was just it's, the dew point, really, is what was freezing, what was frosting over the car, right? Yep, just condensation. You see it in the summer, you get the dew that just forms on the grass in the morning on your cars. Same thing winter, but since it's cold and right at freezing, it froze on your car. Okay. Well, um, it's going to get warmer, though. Good news, right? Yep, we should be just, I would actually say, a little bit above average today. 
Most of us in that 48 to 52 degree range average for this time of year, by the way. It's 46, so some sunshine this morning, a little bit of clouds. Think of yesterday just a little bit warmer. That's what today's going to be. Okay, so that's sunshine, clouds, the back to sunshine. Yeah, and we'll, and we'll have sunshine today too, right? Yeah, absolutely correct. So Not sun- through the weekend, though. It's yeah. a little bit more gloomy, unfortunately. Sunday, sunny, sunny and uh, close to 50 today. Do we, the rain starts to trickle in tomorrow, yeah? Yep, rain starts first thing tomorrow morning. It's going to be, like you said, trickling. It's going to be drizzle, light showers around that 5 to 6 a.m. time frame. So have the umbrella as you step out the door. Starts to pick up a little bit more as we head towards that 8 to 10 a.m. time frame. So noon, expect some moderate to scattered showers. It dies down a little bit as we head towards dinner. So like dinner time, evening, tomorrow, it becomes more of that story activity. And that's what we're going to see Saturday and Sunday before it starts to pick up a little bit more on Monday. Now, I talked to you yesterday. I'm thinking that Saturday might be the day we're going to try and get the rest of our Christmas decorations out. My wife, bless her heart, before I got home yesterday, had gotten some <laughs> of the lights up around the door. Uh, but we have a lot of the outdoor stuff, Santa Claus and Frosty and the lighted figures and the nativity and stuff to get out. So I'm thinking that we'll, we'll, we'll probably be able to find a window of opportunity for that on Saturday, yes? Yep, there's going to be an extended period. Anything... Really, on Saturday, I expect anything to be wrapped up before lunchtime. So I would say that noon to 6 p.m. time frame, perfect time to get lights up. Yeah, 5 and 6 might be a little bit dark, but Saturday afternoon is a good time to do that, as well as that. I would say 7 to seven a.m. to 3 p.m. time frame on Sunday as well. Okay. And, and the temperatures are going to be pretty pleasant both days, too, right? 50s? Yep. Both of those days, actually, I had to increase the temperatures a bit. I had it in the low 50s. Now, Saturday, I'm guessing about 56. A mm-hmm. few spots could even be in the upper 50s Saturday, mid-50s on Sunday. All right. I like the sound of that. And when we start back to work on Monday after our nice weekend, which isn't here yet, but when we have the weekend, uh, <laughs> when we come back to work next week? Still on that roller coaster, unfortunately. So temperatures cool down Monday. That's one of those days where it has the chance to drop throughout the day. We'll see rain showers. Tuesday and Wednesday, though, good chance we'll be stuck in the 30s once again, and we could see some of those lake effect snow showers. All right. It's not a terrible day, uh, not a terrible forecast. Uh, a little cool this morning, uh, but it's going to warm up today. And then stay fairly warm during the day most of the week with uh, just going to worry about dodging the raindrops whenever they come around. Absolutely. All right. Sounds good. Appreciate it, Adam. We will talk to you again tomorrow for another forecast update. Thanks for that. Talk to you soon. Talk to you tomorrow. Thank you. Adam Fike, Big 7, WTRF-TV, the morning meteorologist here on the Watchdog Morning Show. It is 13 till 7 o'clock. Talking about getting old, and uh, and I do talk about 13 that. till 8 o'clock. What did I say? 7 o'clock. And that, of course... It was right what you're saying. Is exactly in line with what I'm saying about getting old. 13 to 8? You sure? It is. Okay. I said 13 to 7? You did. Okay. But you said it was Thursday, Howard, so. <laughs> I got the right day? Your, don't beat yourself up too much. I got the right day. That's good. All right. Well, it's early. Wait, wait until. See what I say around 9.30 this morning. Anyway, um Apparently, we baby boom boomers are still like to play the games of our youth, like board games and stuff, but we can't see them. So toy makers are now making 
classic games for the over 65-year-old crowd. Big letters, all that kind of stuff. Like Scrabble games, they're doing new versions of Scrabble. Trivial Pursuit, Life, some of those games. They're making them with big, big game pieces and larger fonts. So we that the that old makes sense. It, it does, especially Trivial Pursuit, because if you remember the old Trivial, the, the game they have the little cards. You, could, I mean, they were little tiny cards, to hard hard to read. So, anyways, apparently, um, the t- toy manufacturers have recognized that we old folks. I'm counting myself. I'm not saying anybody else. I'm not even putting Slider in that category unless he recognizes the reality he actually is. But we old folks like me, we we still enjoy playing these things, but it's harder and harder to do. So just like you can now get a large print book to read, you can get large print games to play. Scrabble, uh, what I say? Scrabble, Trivial Pursuit, Life are a couple of those uh, that are being made. 5% of total toy sales are made for older uh, people. I would have guessed higher, actually. I would have guessed that we old folks play play games because what else are we going to do? See, when I was younger and I said I wanted to play some games with my wife, it meant didn't necessarily mean Scrabble. You understand what I'm saying, Bob? I hear you, Howard, but so does Nancy, so watch yourself. Well, I think she would concur with me at this stage of the game when I say, hey, honey, you want to play a game? <laughs> she goes, Scrabble or Life? You know, <laughs> which, which one? 7.50, 10 till the hour. Did I get it right? You got it. 7.50, 10 till the hour. Watchdog Morning Show on a Thursday. Why? Just think about it. Why is the number one selling brand of chainsaws not sold at Lowe's or the Home Depot? We can give you over 10,000 reasons. That's how many authorized local steel dealers you can find across the country. Visit one and you'll find a range of dependable gas and battery powered tools from trimmers to blowers. And you'll find service from experienced professionals. Real steel. Find yours at steelusa.com. Lowe's and Home Depot are trademarks of their respective companies. Is your business protected from cyber threats? In today's world, it's more important than ever to have a cybersecurity plan in place. But with so many different solutions out there, it can be hard to know where to start. That's where Omni Strategic Technologies comes in. We're a technology support firm with a strong focus on cybersecurity. We have a team of local experts who can help you assess your risks, develop a plan, and implement the right tools to serve and protect your business. If you want to get serious about cybersecurity, choose Omni Strategic Technologies for the peace of mind knowing that your business is protected and prepared. Tune in Mondays at noon for all your local high school sports news from the number one sports editor in the Ohio Valley, the Seth Stasky Show, sponsored by Gumby's. He has his say, you can have yours. Text us or call us and join the conversation. This is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe, brought to you by WVU Medicine. Christmas in Dixie. to the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Slider on sports only minutes away, but first a quick check with Jerry. Good morning, Mr. Uh, Steve. Good morning, fellas. Howard. Steve. I uh, read a story last night, and uh, really, uh, you've caused a huge operating loss in a major company. Uh-oh, what is that? Who? What company and how have I done so? 
Uh, Red Lobster has reported an $11 oh, yes. million dollar quarterly loss for the third quarter <laughs> because of the all-you-can-eat shrimp. If they had asked me ahead of time, I would have told them that was going to happen. Yeah, thanks a lot, buddy. Now they're going to have to raise the price over $25. It's already up to 25 They started out at 20 now it's 25 Yeah, now it looks like it's going to be around 30 Hey, great. That's, that's good. You really made me mad. I'm sorry about that. See you later. You know, they should have known this, though, Steve, because um, Red Lobster had the exact same problem about 10 years ago. They tried to have an all-you-could-eat crab buffet, and they almost went bankrupt. They fired their CEO, who came up with the idea, because, you, you know, it doesn't work. I mean, when there's something everybody wants, it just doesn't it doesn't work like that. You can do it a special maybe one day a year or something. But And you and I can eat, but we're not in Jerry's or Steve's category. category. No, no. <laughs> I, I, I bet they cringe when he comes in there because he means all business. Well, you and I have seen when we've gone over there and back in the day when you, only, you can only go for all-you-can-eat shrimp on certain days, you and I have seen guys come in in a groups, Bob, that just you could tell they were like they were here not messing around they were, there was no messing around bring me my first three and i'll tell you what my second three are going to be you know what I, I i'm a big fan of red lobster but i the the lunch i think that i miss the most with you is when we would go to the the great great buffet at wheeling island hotel casino racetrack and we would sit there for two and a half hours yeah. and we yeah. would just take our time and attack that uh Honestly, that salad bar and, and all the all the fixings. At this stage of the game, I'd be happy for any buffet anywhere. Steve, uh, before I let you go, are there any any Steve's buffets? Gone. Steve hung oh, up on gone. us. Steve, Steve hung up on us. All right. Because there are no buffets really anywhere that I think I'm you really on. did irritate him, Howard. Uh I didn't mean to irritate him. It's, it's just, he's right. He's absolutely right. That uh, you know, that all you can eat uh, shrimp, endless shrimp. It didn't take a genius to know it wasn't gonna work. Six before the hour, Watchdog Morning Show. It's time for Slider on Sports. Last night in Indianapolis, the Indy Fuel topped the Wheeling Nailers 3-2. to two. David Jankowski, Jan, I can't rate my writing now, Jankowski <laughs> uh, tied things up for the Nailers at two apiece in the second period. But John Martin scored a power play goal for Indy. That was the game winner. Mitchell Weeks uh, picks up the win for the Fuel, stopping 20 of the 22 shots he faced. The Nailers will play two home games this weekend. First is Friday. It's a frosty Friday. $2 beer specials when they face the Toledo Walleye. Puck drops at 7-10 tomorrow night. Then on Sunday at 4-10, the Nailers host Kalamazoo. It's a screen time Sunday. You know what that is, Howard? Scream time Sunday? Screen. Screen time. time. I don't know what that is. A lucky fan will win a free TV. Oh, cool. And fans after the game will be able to skate uh, with the Nailers right after the game. So uh, that is this uh, Sunday also. The Pittsburgh Penguins are in Tampa tonight to take on the Lightning. That's a 7.05 start. Week 13 of the NFL begins tonight with Thursday night football. It's the Seattle Seahawks in Dallas to face the Cowboys. The Cowboys are favored by nine points, 8.15 kickoff time. Things are getting tight in the AFC North Division. The Baltimore Ravens are sitting at the top at 9-3. It's Baltimore's bye week. Pittsburgh hosts Arizona. The Steelers are five-and-a-half-point favorites. Cleveland in L.A. to play the Rams, a game you can hear here on the Watchdog Network. L.A. favored by three-and-a-half points. And then Cincinnati will take on Jacksonville on Monday Night Football. The Jags are nine-point favorites. For more sports talk this afternoon on the Watchdog Network, it's the return of Donnie Donnie Gilbert and the Donnie Gilbert Show from noon to three. The 1 o'clock hour, like Howard said earlier, uh, 1 o'clock, it's Super 6 Memories. Kevin Snyder will start things off at 1 o'clock 
talking about winning on the island with John Marshall. And then from 1.30 to 2, Eric McGee will join Don and reminisce about winning the state title with Wheeling Central. And then at 2 o'clock, just like the old days, it'll be Bear, Lola, Mr. Wright will join in with their football picks. From 12 to 3, the Donnie Gilbert Show with Donnie Gilbert. The return of Donnie Gilbert. Slatter on Sports Time, 7.57. And we're happy to have Donnie back. Good to have Donnie back. It'd be great. I can't wait to see him. I'm going to hang around. Like I said, I'm going to pull yeah. his chain a little bit, make sure he's okay. And then uh, we always uh, we always have some fun with Donnie. Donnie's but great. Uh, you know, I, I was I was really concerned about him for a while. Um, but it looks like he's recovered nicely and will be back here with us uh, for the Donnie Gilbert Radio Show today. So. And hardly wait. That's at 12 o'clock. Frosty Friday is this Friday. That's that's like when you have a few $2 beers. $2 beers. Yeah. See, it explains something to me. Okay, I'll try. It explained it to me. Uh, earlier this week, uh, Jason, my son, was discussing with Teddy, my grandson, the things they were going to do this week. And uh, tonight, Teddy and uh, Jason are going to go to Symphony on Ice. Um, they had some other event to go to. And then Friday, what Jason said, is Frosty Friday. And Teddy said, oh, am I going to that too, uh, Daddy? And Daddy said, no, <laughs> you're not going to Frosty Friday. That's just going to be Daddy and some of his friends. And now I understand. Now I get what it is. Yeah, it's, it, it is. That's what the, the great thing about Frosty Friday is you sit there with your buddies, you watch hockey, you drink a couple beers, and uh, you, know, you don't say, wow. No, you say, man, there's two bucks. I got that one. Yeah, <laughs> I'll, I'll get this. I'll get I this round. round. Yeah, yeah. I can get this round. Exactly right. All right. Uh, have you been to see an Eilers game this year? I have not. Do you plan to? I do. I really do. Maybe Friday. Maybe I'll go down and bust some beers. I don't there you go. See, you'll see my son. <laughs> Buy him around. <laughs> I got that one, guys. Yeah. That one. All right. Coming up next hour, Denny Magruder uh, was the manager of the West Bank Arena and Capitol Theater uh, for many, many years and uh, retired in this past year. And I guess decided retirement wasn't particularly satisfying to him. So Denny has decided to run for the mayor of the city of Wheeling. He officially announced it last night. He unofficially did a couple of weeks ago, but he officially announced it last night. He is with us in the next hour of the show to talk about his plans for the city, were he to become mayor, what changes he might make, or what things he might not want to change. We'll talk about all of that coming up next hour. And then Mike Florio from NBC Sports and talks about his new book, his new Christmas book coming up in the 9 o'clock hour. Anywhere along the way, you want to join us, 304-214-1600. Text line or 304-232-8255. The Frio Stack auction service phone lines. We are ready to talk with you. Alabama. Merry Christmas to the Watchdogs. AM 1600 WKKX Wheeling, FM 97.7, AM 1370 WVLY Moundsville. From ABC News. I'm Derek Dennis. This hour, embattled New York Congressman George Santos is planning a news conference to speak out ahead of a planned vote tomorrow to oust him from office. He's accused of fabricating almost every single detail of his life, from his education to his background. But he's facing 23 federal charges, accused of being this mastermind behind multiple criminal schemes, including credit card fraud and identity theft. But really, it's the scathing report from the House Ethics Committee that came out in recent days. It accuses him of blatantly stealing from his campaign to pay for 
rent, designer clothes, even Botox. And that has prompted even more Republicans to now suddenly back expelling Congressman George Santos from the House. ABC's Rachel Scott. The war between Israel and Hamas seeing another ceasefire extension one more day at least to allow hostages to be released and more aid to get into Gaza. Meantime, there's been a deadly shooting at a bus stop in Jerusalem amid the ongoing conflict. Two Palestinian men from Jerusalem that Israel says were affiliated with Hamas begin firing. In a video circulating online, you can hear the dozens of rounds fired. People at the bus stop fleeing for safety. Within seconds, off-duty soldiers returning fire, killing the assailants. Three Israelis were killed, 16 wounded. ABC's Matt Gutman in New York City last night. The annual lighting of the Rockefeller Christmas tree nearly mobbed by protesters angry over the Israel-Hamas war. More from ABC's Justin Finch. A crowd of at least 500 pro-Palestinian demonstrators trying to push their way towards the tree. The NYPD intervening, making multiple arrests, forcing the group to reverse course. The tree lighting went on without any interference. The Biden administration taking aim at the nation's lead pipes, announcing a mandate for most U.S. cities to replace their aging water pipes within 10 years to better protect the country's drinking water. You're listening to ABC News. Gillette Intimate gives guys a gentle and easy shave on there. And around there. And even under there. Don't treat your groin like junk. Respect it with Gillette Intimate. The best a man can get. Buy now at a retailer near you. For the ones who get it done, the most important part is the one you need now. And the best partner is the one who can deliver. That's why millions of maintenance and repair pros trust Granger, because we have professional-grade supplies for every industry, even hard-to-find products. And we have same-day pickup and next-day delivery on most orders. But most importantly, we have an unwavering commitment to help keep you up and running. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Are you guilty of loving true crime? Pluto TV has entire channels dedicated to true crime all for free. Be free. It's TV the way it should be. Pluto TV. Stream now. Pay never. An international murder-for-hire plot busted. Authorities say 10 people are dead, at least 15 injured at 13 different crime scenes. Some targeted police say others appear to be at random. Canadian authorities identifying two suspects, Damian Sanderson and Miles Sanderson, believed to be traveling in a black Nissan Rogue. The pair last spotted about 200 miles south of the crime scenes. ABC's Alex Perez. Mark Cuban, owner of the Dallas Mavericks, selling the team, saying he's worried about media revenue. The woman who says she's the girlfriend of the Robb Elementary School shooter now in custody in Puerto Rico after making threats of her own. Victoria Gabriela Rodriguez Morales first came to the FBI's attention in 2018, some four years before the man she describes as her boyfriend killed 22 people at Robb Elementary School. An arrest affidavit obtained by San Antonio ABC affiliate KSAT describes rambling threats made by email and social media against schools, teachers, students and police in Uvalde, where Rodriguez Morales lived before moving to Puerto Rico. The 19-year-old also claims to have warned police before the May 2022 massacre at Robb Elementary. Jim Ryan, ABC News, Dallas. Ford tallying up the costs of the six-week auto worker strike, now saying it cut sales by about 100,000 vehicles and cost the company around $1.7 billion in profits. This is ABC News. I feel like I'm constantly cleaning hair off my bathroom floor. At least my Swiffer Sweeper makes it easy. 
Sweeper heavy-duty dry cloths have ultra-thick pads to trap and lock hairs, like a hair magnet. And when I'm finished cleaning up my hair, Sweeper takes care of his, too. Now the hair's gone, all thanks to Swiffer. Try Swiffer Sweeper heavy-duty dry cloths. I promise you'll love them or your money back. And also try Swiffer Sweeper Wet to make quick work of tough, sticky messes. I'm Derek Dennis, ABC News. I'm Kate Burdett on the Ohio News Network. There are new allegations against Cleveland Browns and Pilot Flying J owner Jimmy Haslam after he allegedly offered bribes to executives. Neil Fisher of ONN affiliate WKYC-TV has more. A new lawsuit filed by Pilot J's majority owner Berkshire Hathaway claims the Haslam's offered bribes to pilot executives in exchange to boost the value of the remaining 20% ownership the Haslam's retained. In turn, inflating profits would force Berkshire Hathaway to pay more to get the Haslam's remaining 20% percent share in the company. In all, the suit claims at least 15 executives were given the offer, but it isn't clear how many took it or how much they were offered. The suit comes after the Haslam's sued Berkshire for allegedly trying to downplay Pilot's 2023 earnings with a new accounting practice. I'm Neil Fisher. A month after Rite Aid announced plans to close about 7% of its stores in a Chapter 11 bankruptcy filing, five additional Northeast Ohio stores are on the list of locations to be closed. That brings the total of Ohio closures to 11. And more than 800,000 borrowers are getting their student loans forgiven. ONN's Andrew Kinsey reports. It's through the Education Department's one-time account adjustment. Those adjustments are made to correct past errors in counting payments, with some payments made by borrowers not getting counted towards their debt. I'm Andrew Kinsey. I'm Kate Burdett on the Ohio News Network. The ONN Daily Podcast. Get a recap of all the day's news from across the state. ONN affiliate WBNS-TV in Columbus has more. Haley Kirby reporting in downtown Toledo. From the State House. Kevin Landers. ONN Canton. ONN affiliate WKYC-TV in Cleveland explains. In Marietta, Brett Wharf, ONN News. Emma Henderson in Genoa. The ONN Daily Podcast. Listen at onnradio.com or wherever you download your favorite podcasts. From, from the Ohio, Ohio News Network. Getting a live Christmas tree to plant after the holidays? Well, here are some tips. In the house, keep it away from heat sources that could wake it up out of dormancy. You don't want that. Dig your hole now before the ground freezes. Or if you plan to wait till spring, you need to protect roots from extreme cold with mulch or straw. And move it from a warm house to an unheated area like a garage temporarily to make the transition outside more gentle. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year from the Ohio chapter of the International Society of Arboriculture at treesforohio.org. That's trees, the number 